Ruchim Aboyim to everybody who is taking part in the Ruchim learning program. We are Be'ez Hashem going to discuss now for a few minutes in depth the Inyonim that have come out, Halacha Lamaisa, from the Sugya of Oino. Oino is rather an interesting Isser. We know there are various Dinim that all go under the umbrella heading if somebody violates them, they're all really under the heading of Gezel. Oino is toifis mokim kishalatzme. Oino has its own dynamic, so to speak. The pasuk that refers to the love of being ma'ane somebody else refers not only to being ma'ane somebody, not only in the colloquial English we would call it ripping somebody off, taking advantage of somebody. Really the word loisoinu, oino, means torturing, causing somebody pain, taking advantage of somebody. The Torah actually puts in the same category Oinoas Momoin and Oinoas Dvor. Oinoas Momoin in the sense of a storekeeper taking advantage of an unwitting customer and overcharging him. Or you could have somebody who doesn't know the price of something and he's undercharged, so to speak, by the customer who takes advantage of him if he's selling something. It goes both ways. But it also includes, the love of Oinoa also includes Oinoas Dvor, which is using hurtful words, basically any uh, hurtful words or verbal taking advantage of somebody, as I know, is dvar. So clearly the sherish of what we're talking about is not a form of gezel, in the sense of I'm taking somebody else's thing. And the reason for that is quite clear. I made up with him. The price is the price. The merchandise is the merchandise. I gave him what I promised to give him. He gave me what he promised in terms of reimbursement to pay me. So why should there be an issue? It's the Torah protecting somebody from being disadvantaged that defines it as Gezel. It's not Gezel Kishel And therefore, Oino has its own dynamic. When somebody said, like we said, taking advantage of somebody, unwittingly, he doesn't know the price and the storekeeper, that's usually the case. A storekeeper is overcharging for something. So the halacha is, whereas in other areas in halacha, if I'm so to speak, taking advantage of in the sense of gezel. Somebody takes something from me. Somebody fools me into a business deal. There's no statute of limitations on how long I could go back and be today and bezin. If I find out years later that somebody was taking advantage of me, either in an employer-employee relationship or a landlord-tenant relationship or an investment broker, uh, so on, silent partner type of investment, all these things, I could go to business. There's no statute of limitations. 20, 30, 40 years after the fact, I could be to him. And if I have the paperwork and I could prove it, then Bezden will pass it on my behalf. Or you know, there's a very limited time frame in how long you could be Tevei No, that's called Achiyar Latagar, until he could show it to somebody else, which is very, a short window of time. Is it that day? Is it that week? It's very much totally in the Gemara, and very much the Mitzius of today doesn't necessarily fit the, the reality of what the Gemara says. It's easy enough to price somebody, to price something by somebody two blocks away. And the reason why there is a statute of limitations is because we're not talking about outright theft. We're talking about a business deal that was done in good faith. But since one party was taken advantage of, so the Torah gave him certain rights. You're allowed to protect your rights. Now, how much of a discrepancy is a reasonable discrepancy? Obviously, there are different prices in different stores. We're not going to say that just because one store is a little bit pricey, that that's called Oino. 
Oino is only when there's a distinct dif- difference, a distinct uh, power, a distinct difference between the two prices. Chazal's understanding, and this is in various areas in Alocha, of what's considered two prices that are too far apart from each other to be considered just variations, more expensive, less expensive, is a sixth. Eloshan Chazal Shtus. And anything that's overpriced or underpriced, if, it's on the, if the shoe's on the other foot by a sixth, is considered as having a non. There is a tviyah there. If it's more than a sixth, to be mavatul the mekach. If it's exactly the sixth, you can at least ask for your money back. If it's less than a sixth, then even that not. That's considered already within range. Whether you, if you know you're taking advantage of somebody, even if it's less than a sixth, whether there's at least an iser, that's a discussion that we've had in the context of a rosh. In any case, that's the Oino, and it goes to show you why Oino is so hard, even though it's a real listen. It's there on the books like everything else in Chalash Mishpat, but it's very hard to press an actual claim in Bezna Oino. The reason for that is, is because there's so many variables in trying to figure out price of something. If a, a container of milk that I buy in my local grocery store is one price, it's not going to be the same price in a supermarket in Midtown Manhattan. I think everybody understands that. The rent, the overhead, you're paying for a different cost of living, cost of rent. There's also location. When you buy an outfit, you buy a suit, you're not only paying for the suit itself. You can buy the same suit in a different place. You're paying for the service, you're paying for the ambience, you're paying for location. You might be paying on your suit the fact that if you're the type of customer that shops in that store, you're going to go down the block after buying that store and you're going to go out to a salad bar, a pricey salad bar that's down the block. That itself will factor into the price of your suit. Right? Everybody says the price of things is location, location, location. It's not only true Legabi real estate. It's true also Legabi suits, Legabi anything. You can buy the same drink of water and you're buying it in the grocery store at one price. And if you're buying it by a tourist trap and people are setting out in the Midbar Yehuda on a tiul, on a trip, the price of water is totally different. That's not to say, by the way, that there's no such thing as taking advantage of somebody who's in a tight spot. If I meet somebody who happens to be on a regular street, but he is about to kill over from dehydration, that doesn't mean that the price of water is a different price. That just means you're taking advantage of somebody who's in a bad way to sell him that bottle of water. That might have different alokas. That's in the choice and the Sivis that uh, we discussed. And that might be what's called a Ktsitsu Al-Yideat it's a price that was established all your days. Somebody's shas Somebody's in a tough spot, so that's why he's willing to pay more. There are other tough spots which factor into the price. When you're pulling an all-nighter waiting for a mazel tov in the maternity ward, a can of Coke is going to cost you more money in the hospital than it's going to cost you in a grocery store. And the reason for that is you're paying again. You're paying for location, you're paying for service, and, and so on and so forth. All that factors into the price. So it's almost impossible to pin down in a, in a straightforward way that you'd be able to be tevea in bez exactly what the price is. There are other factors that factor in also to know and what the price is. For instance, in Shulchan Aruch, coming from the Gemara, there's a concept called where somebody's selling off his household items. In the Gemara's times, a person never sold furniture, his personal effects, his clothing, his furniture, his tools. If a person was selling, it's because he's starving. And it's understood that he's selling off his personal effects. He's not going to charge the regular price because nobody sells off the one suit or the 
Shabbos with Tateon. So the Gemara understands that it's clear when a person is not selling something in the sense of merchandise, but he's selling off his personal, he's pawning his clothing, let's say, that he's not going to, he's not going to charge the regular price. The context screams what the price should be. Some have made a comparison from that, let's say, to yard sales. I don't believe that that comparison is accurate. A yard sale, you're not selling your personal effect in pain. You're not getting rid of stuff you don't want, you don't want to get rid of because you need the money. It's fakert. The reason why you're taking the few pennies is just to make it more fun to do your house cleaning, which is why people do it when they want to clean the garage. They gather everything together. They label everything. They sell off the stuff to pennies to the dollar. That's not a no. That's not taking advantage. That's what a yard sale is. So that type of yard sale is certainly not a no. There's also a concept of people buying things. Um, there are certain merchants who buy things on commission. That means they don't really buy and sell for the price. They're really providing the service that they can get any out-of-season book or service or something that you wouldn't be able to get. They're a vendor that can put the customer and the supplier together. And because of that, what they do is they just mark up whatever they charge. They mark it up by 15%. It's really, in a sense, just the service charge. It's not really the price. So when they pass on to you that 15%, that's not that they're overcharging you, they're charging you for the service in that sense. That's called Noisim and Noisim Bermuna. That has also nothing to do with, uh, with Oino. So that, the concept is really in a limited form. When a price can be pinned down in a definitive, clear way, the Torah protects, even though the business deal was done, you paid what you said you were going to pay, I provided you with quality merchandise, but since I did, was not up and up about the price and I represented the price as something else, that's called a no. The Torah protects that, protects you. There might even be a discussion of whether that right, that protection umbrella is is uh, extended to going. Even though we know that Gezel Akim is also, that's only out and out theft. This is an extra level of consumer and business world protection. Lavdafka, that that has a din. Lagabe Agoy, that remains to be discussed. So let's just flesh out in in real life how this is going to play itself out. Where it's going to be a case of Oino, where there will be a Tvi of Oino that you can take the best. American tourists, an American couple, they're near it's Israel, they're having a beautiful time, they're doing Meisharim, Gula, that type of thing. They walk into a store and they see a, a stunning piece of Judaica and... The storekeeper knows right away that he's dealing with Americans. They don't know the prices. More than that, Americans in Eretz Yisrael, as I'm sure many of you have experienced, you're sort of in a, it's like sort of like the time change. You don't know, it's seven hours. You don't know the prices because you're not gauging things in dollars. It's in Shkolem, right? So $100, 400 Shkolem, it all sounds like the same thing. You walk in, the storekeeper gives you the once over, and instead of 300 shekel, he charges you 400 shekel. Now, we're dealing with something which has a price because there are three other stores on Malachi Yisrael that might be selling the same exact thing. We're not talking about a once-in-a-lifetime uh, piece of antique uh, jewelry. We're talking about something which is a standard. You happen not to know the prices. There, the price is pretty uh, definable. You can... How long can you be tevea yoroi no? tagger until you can show tagger is the Gemara's term for a similar vendor, somebody who vendor who sells, who does the same service more or less. You could price it by somebody down the box. So what happens? You walk into a store, 
the top of Malachi Israel, he charges you the 400. You walk out, and all of a sudden you say, you know, maybe that wasn't really the price. So, of course, you walk back in, and the guy says, no, what are you talking about? Of course that's the price, whatever rate charges. You're still not sure. Something strikes you wrong. You go down the block, you price it. Sure enough, it's 250 shekels, 300 shekels, certainly more than the shtus, the 16.6, the sixth that we're talking about. So, you have a pretty clear case. You could go back and you could demand, in that case, bitla mecca, demand your money back and return the item in question to the, uh, to the, to the store. Since you priced it right away and you came back up the block, that's Achiara Lataga. Now, you'll have to place a claim right away by Bezdin, but you demanded back your money. It's not, you don't have to go to Bezdin in that time frame. That's not reasonable. But you will have to go back to the storekeeper and say, you know, I want to undo this. The Chazal protected you in such a case. What happens, let's say, you're okay. You take the thing back to your hotel. Three days later, somebody happens to tell you that it's overpriced. That's after Zman Achiara Latagi. You wouldn't be able to claim or no. Now, we could give a similar variation to that, right? Achiara Latagi has to do with how quick were you to make that turnover and price it by somebody else. What happens if you told the storekeeper who took advantage of you that you were getting onto a plane, this was your last uh, half an hour in Gula before getting into a taxi to catch your flight? In, uh, in Tel Aviv, Ben-Gurion. So you don't have a chance to price it by somebody down the store, down the block. Obviously, you can't price it by somebody in Muncie or in Borough Park because they're not going to sell the same thing for the same price. This is something that's sold in Yerushalayim. So maybe your Achiyara Latagar, in this case, is subjective, the Pesachet Shuva discusses, and it would have to do with when you could take a picture of it, take a screenshot of it, send it to somebody in Eretz so reasonably that he should price it. Maybe. There's a discussion about that. That would be hard to be Moitzi and Bezin because he could come up with a defense that it wasn't with him in his Manachi Arlataka. Again, that same item, we, I specifically said that it's three stores on Malchi Yisrael. Because what happens if we were talking about that you bought it in the mall in Mamila, which is very pricey, and Malchi Yisrael, two blocks away, five minute walk, you could have gotten it for a different price. The customer, the clientele in Mamila is paying for the rent. He's paying for the eateries that are there. He's paying for the ambience. He's paying for the tourist trap. So the price in Mamila is not going to be similar to the price in Malchai Yisrael. That would be a case where you don't have Oino. It's only two stores of similar pedigree, so to speak, that would carry that, uh, that, would carry that, that idea. I would just make one point, which is very important. Let's say we're talking about a case where you can't be Tevea, your Oino, and Bezin. You can't actually undo it. It was done, finished. You're walking away. And most people do walk away from things, especially if we're talking about a few hundred shekel. But the question is, is a storekeeper allowed to do that? So we discussed, even if it's less than a six, could be that there's an Isser. But that's pushing it because it could be within a six is enough of a price range that that's not really called taking advantage of somebody. But... What happens when you're clearly taking advantage of somebody? The Ramban al says that Leisoinu is an issue of taking advantage of somebody, nothing to do with whether that right to undo that sale was protected by the law of Oino. One has nothing to do with that. There's an Isser, even though there's no, uh, even though there's no, uh, you can't do anything about it in Bezin. A case in point. We'll discuss with Hashem in the next year. Are services provided? Most often, I know it's not so much on merchandise. Easier to price merchandise. But what happens if somebody comes to your house? A plumber, an electrician, whatever it is, a service provider. 
and he charges you through the roof for a service. And it's clearly not the right price. Can you go to Bezdin? Questionable. A person's services are a daima, we'll discuss in the next year. Daima le karkois, that's next week's uh, sugya. And it's not clear whether this is chus to you. The Ramban, however, says there's definitely an iser. The vendor in overcharging is certainly over a lav deraisa. And that's important to remember. So can you go back to that storekeeper in Gulu with Tainis? Definitely. Is he in good faith? Was he, you know, was he right? No. Was he over a lav? Quite possibly. So that's something to remember. Honesty is honesty, and over-representing what the real price is is never allowed. Again, you're allowed to factor in as a vendor, as a storekeeper, as a service provider, um, factors that have to do with your bottom line. If it's rent, if it's, again, level of service, if it's location, and so on and so forth. But if somebody's walking into your store, if somebody walks into a to an advertising agency, and it's not something he does generally, he doesn't really know the prices, and he asks, what's the price for a 50-word classified ad? And you know he's doing it as a one-time, or he doesn't, even, he doesn't even know to call it a classified ad, and you charge him 50% more, the Ramban says, you're ever allowed. Whether he can then be mavatl that business deal, that sale, with a taina of, or no, in Bezin, again, that's questionable. But whether you're doing the right thing, certainly not. Whether you're over a lot, quite possibly yes. We're going to flush that out, Ben Sashem, in the next year.